When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do it. Your name, we're a team. Your, your name is Team. You're on a tight leash too, bro. Wayne Haskins, Mr. Glass, Carson Wentz, and his offense. Prime time. Damn. Yeah, I love your optimism. I had to get a tall boy for the event. The New York football giants. Deep sleep. Deep, bro. Al Michaels is showing up to work. Nate Solder, get your ass in the building. <laughs> Dude, you should see B. Wills' face right now. He's so giddy. Appreciate being a part of your show, guys. Yes, sir. That was as great as I thought it could be. <laughs> we don't need a As the calendar turns to December, we hope this month is one to remember in the NFC East Feast. Fresh off of a Washington football Monday night win. GVR, how you feeling? George? Oh, that's right, guys. George is not able to be here tonight. Um, Word is he may have had some trouble traveling from D.C. back to Florida. So we just hope that he's doing okay and look forward to his eventual return. But I've got the boys in the house again. J. Luds, Deli, appreciate you guys coming through in the clutch. Of course, dude. I I like being this this uh, co-producer song guy. Yeah, it's fun. Anytime, man. Anytime we're always here for you. I love you guys. Deli is our is our producer for the night, and of course, Jay Ludd shoots with us every week. But as as he did a couple weeks ago, we're going to expand his role, and he's going to give us his insights on the division. Um, but I want to start off um, at the game that George was at. If you guys saw any of his videos, um, looked like he had an absolute blast. Him um, and his fiance and his sister and her husband had great seats out there in uh, Landover, Maryland, to watch the football team get a crazy win. If you guys saw that game. It was wild, man. It was. It wasn't a very exciting game. Seventeen to fifteen, the football team got the victory. But the way that both halves ended, the football team scored right at the end of the second quarter. But then the extra point was blocked and returned for a touchdown. So it was nine to nine at halftime. And then in the third quarter, the Washington football team scores. So they go up seventeen to nine. And the score remained that way for almost the entire game. And then with about 30 seconds left, Russell Wilson throws a touchdown pass to Jeff Swaim, um, Freddie Swaim, excuse me. Um, and the Seahawks need to go for two to tie the game and force overtime. And kind of like an a la uh, Malcolm Butler uh, picking off Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl, I believe Kendall Fuller picks off Russell Wilson in the end zone and seals the game for the football team. So I hope that um, you know all of the football team fans out there, including the Van Ripers, had a great time. But it's just just a weird game for me, guys. Uh, the Washington football team defense did play much better. Luz, what did you think about this one? Uh, snooze fest. But Washington's hot, man. Was it uh, three straight? They are three hot. Straight? Three in a row. Yeah. Three in a row. Tic-tac-toe. Yeah, man. Um, Russell Wilson just looks like ass. You know, that's a big good. part of it. He's not. It's he's like not ass. right. Maybe it's the broken it's, finger. Yeah. Metcalf, How many times Metcalf they threw the Metcalf? Had, it was like yeah. one time. Uh, that, one catch for like yeah. twelve yards, and it's terrible. Get the man the ball. Very strange. Uh, yeah, 
Taylor yeah. Tyler Lockett only had about three or four catches. He went for 90 yards. They were all just chunk plays. But yeah, that Russell wasn't really pushing the ball downfield. They weren't even really trying to throw to DK, as you guys said. I'm not sure if it was that just good blanket coverage. Because I will say this. The past three or four weeks, the Washington football defense looks a lot more like the 2020 version of that team. I want to shout out Landon Collins, somebody who George has been very critical of um, since he came over and got that big money contract from the Giants. He led the team in tackles, um, and it looks like he's kind of settled into a linebacker role with the football team, and he's playing pretty damn well. Uh, Cameron Curl, their other safety, he came down and got a sack in the box, so the safeties are playing very well. As I said, Kendall Fuller got the the, the uh, game ceiling interception. So that defense, uh, as bad as Seattle's offense has been, I want to give the football team defense some credit because they are the strength of this team. Although, although... I want to give Heineke some credit as well. Taylor Heineke was very efficient in this game. 27 for 35, 223 yards. He did have a touchdown and one turnover, but he did what Taylor Heineke needs to do for the Washington football team to be successful. Just be accurate with the football. Don't get reckless. And lean on what I think now Scott Turner, the Washington offensive coordinator, has established a running game. They have an identity. They ran the ball 29 times with Antonio Gibson. He had over 100 yards rushing, and J.D. McKissick, their third down back, had two touchdowns. They're only two touchdowns of the game. He caught a pass at the end of the first half, which uh, Brandon Sheriff, their all-pro guard, had an amazing block to set that up. And in the second half, he had a rushing touchdown. So it was great to see uh, their two-headed monster in the backfield really provide the spark that the football team needed to get this win, man. And now it's kind of crazy, guys. We'll talk more about the division race later. But the football team is only two games back of the Cowboys. And yeah, in the next month, the Cowboys and the Washington football team play twice. Yeah. I've been saying it for weeks, man, for Washington. You know uh, just keep feeding McKissick. I've been saying it for weeks. That that man knows how to find the end zone. He gets open. He can catch the ball. Um, and then also, uh, before Delhi gets into what he wants to say uh, on the on this game, I do want to bring this up. What do you think about the New York Giants? Going after Russell Wilson in the offseason, does that make sense to you? Yeah, it makes yeah, for sure. If the, throw I think some the Giants money are, are a quarterback away. Yeah. Throw some money throw at him and, all, and bring bro. Russell Wilson in. Bands I'm just bringing that up because yeah, just bringing that up because we were talking about this. <laughs> Sean Sean yeah. Sean made me think. No, yeah. I think that could be a good possibility. I mean, why not? Uh, Russell Wilson likes the bright lights, bro. Bring him to New York. Love it. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, he's married to Ciara, who, who's a celebrity. I'm sure she would welcome the move from Seattle, oh, to New York, for sure. But yeah. Anywhere. Um. I also I also saw something that the the Eagles could be in play. Um. So so Russell Wilson could be headed to the NFC East. I know it's not going to be the Cowboys, but who knows? It could be the football team, the Eagles, or the Giants. I believe all three of those teams may be in the market for a quarterback. Very true. Very true. All right, go ahead, Steelers. Daddy. I apologize. <laughs> Steelers. The Steelers. Delhi, yeah. the Steelers might also yeah. be in the market for it. Yeah. Hey, I like that. Delhi, I like that for them. That would yeah. be a, that would be a great fit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, what's your feeling on that game? What, um, what I what saw the, in the game, guys. I don't know. I I think you guys probably saw the same thing. What I really liked about Washington is like. 
is their clock management, man. They are, they are, they, they're, they're taking oh, yeah. a long time. They're holding on to the ball a lot. I bet you, I mean, they saw against the Bucks that one drive, but they had a couple drives that were like seven minutes in that game. Yes. I think, something like that, bro. They, yeah. and, and, and the way they're doing it is, um, they're keeping their penalties down. I don't think they had very many penalties. You know what I mean? They're, they're not, they're playing just good football. And I don't know if it's Scott Turner, Ron Rivera, or Heineke. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not, you know, too much into the Washington football club, but I mean, they're just, whatever they're doing, dude, as far as controlling the clock, you know, I feel like if they can control the clock, they're pretty much, you know, they set the tone for that game. Absolutely. That's That's a very excellent, yeah. Excellent observation. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent observation. I think a lot of that I'm going to put on the coaching staff. Obviously, Ron Rivera, I love seeing his post-game speeches. He's he's a leader of grown men. That, That man has already beaten cancer. That man has taken the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl like that that guy has a resume not only on the football field but in life of being a winner and being a leader and I think that is uh trickulating down to this football team and now Taylor Heineke is is a real field general I'm not going to say he's Brett Favre as George when he was here but you know he's doing enough to win the football game and I think with Jack Del Rio and Scott Turner the offensive uh and defensive assistants are coaching a hell of a football game and as you said man these uh Clock eating drives that they they have. Um, it's crazy. It's yes. nuts, bro. I'm like, oh my god, dude. Like, it's just yeah. you know these little dump passes they're doing, bro. You they know, get that on the pucks. The they Gibson, get that on the pucks. Four yeah, fourth yeah, quarter man, on the pucks, dude. dude. They had yeah. like an eight and a half minute drive that, like, it was like almost twenty five plays or something like. It was crazy, dude. Yes. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Whatever yeah. they're doing, man. In the past month, um, I'll say this. I know this in the past for the month of November. Believe this or not, Phyllis, the Washington football team was the only undefeated team in the NFC. And like I said, they now play the Dallas Cowboys twice in a span of three weeks here before Christmas. So yeah. you know that the Cowboys need to need to step it up. We'll talk about them in a little bit. But let's uh let's fly to a game that had two NFC East foes, and that was the Philadelphia Eagles versus the New York Giants. And this game was, as, as you said about the Monday Night Football. Fest. <laughs> Another snooze 13-7. I mean, this this was just, just bad quarterback play on both sides, although Daniel Jones didn't turn the ball over. 19 for 30 for 200 yards. The only touchdown of the game for the Giants was caught by Chris Mayrick. I don't even know who that is, but it was a hell of a catch. He like reached down and like pins the ball against like his mammoth thigh. I don't know. I even know how how that worked out. But the, the Giants got got it done, man. I want to shout out George, although he's not here. We're gonna introduce a new segment. It's called GVR's G Men Lock of the Week because every time George puts a lock on the Giants, they seem True. to pull out a win, and it's always at the most cr- crazy times. Like they they were coming off. Horrible losses, and yeah. George's like, I think that's a lock. I'm like, what? True. Oh, of course yeah. not. Like, I was on the Eagles, I was on the Eagles hard, but man, this there's something about this division. When when two NFC East teams get together, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And the Giants' defense stepped up big time in this game. Um, I love their uh, safety, Xavier McKinney. Had another interception and also led the team in tackles. Tay Crowder also had an intersection interception. And Darnay Holmes, another corner for them, had an interception. Guys, if you're keeping track, that's three interceptions. And they were all thrown by number one, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, dude. Now, geez. we love Jalen's uh, legs. 
Eight carries, 77 yards. Elite at running the football for a quarterback. But 14 for 31, 129 yards, three interceptions, no touchdowns. That's the recipe for, you know, as you said, Luds, maybe a phone call for Russell Wilson or maybe one of these top draft prospects landing in Philadelphia because you can't win football games like that. Delhi, I'm with you. I like Jalen Hurts, but there's no excuse for that performance. No, yeah, that's bad, dude. You know, I know. It just sucks to see him not do good because I feel like the kid can play, bro. He just, you know, he's just not consistent. And, you know, like you said, you know, and and, then what that's that's horrible about that game is that's so soul crushing to the Eagles because now instead of being six and six and one game, you know, one game back, now you're two games back and now you're five and seven. And it's just like, oh, man, dude. Now, I mean, now catching Dallas is going to be tough because Dallas, you know, you said Dallas plays Washington twice, but, you know, they still, you know, their schedule is not crazy hard. So, you know, that. The, that, the, that was a big game to lose. Yeah, and the Eagles already lost to the Cowboys. Obviously, they will get a chance yeah. at redemption, but because they already have a head-to-head loss, and now another divisional loss. So when it comes down to a tiebreaker, that's a big one. Luz, what do you yeah. think about this one? Yeah, man, uh, Jalen Hurts. Like, every week, you just don't know what you're going to get. I think uh, Sirianni like a needs box to of st- chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> Sirianni, Sirianni needs to stick to that running game, man. Stick committed to that running game. Pound the rock. Yeah, let your let your defense rest a little bit. Um, losing to the Giants hurts. They, they <laughs> Jalen hurts. That hurts. Yeah, it's uh, it hurts. didn't look good, man. It was another snooze fest. It was just a terrible game to watch. Um, but how many know, times did the did the, did the Philly run the ball? Sorry, Leds. I just want to ask real quick. No, how many did, times did Philly run the Philly run the ball this game? They ran it over thirty times for two hundred yards. That's the thing. They they actually established the. They pounded the. Wow, I did not know that. They stuck to their identity. Um, let's see. Jalen Hurts, as I said, had seventy-seven. Boston Scott, sixty-four, and Miles Sanders, sixty-four. So they used a running back by committee. Miles Sanders did hurt his ankle in this game, and unfortunately, he just came off the IR with an ankle injury. The good news is, um, is that he is back at practice already, and it sounds like he he's not going to miss any time. He did exit the game, but Boston Scott and Jordan Howard didn't play in this game, but they, they have a plethora of running backs, so so they can they can uh, I think reestablish their identity, which they never really lost, but maybe use it to win a football game as they have a, an easy game that we'll talk about here in a, in a little bit, I would say. Yeah. But man, they, they when your defense plays well, and I think when you can hold an NFL team like the Giants to seven points, I would say they played pretty damn well. And you're running the football for over 200 yards. The responsibility for the loss goes square on the shoulders of, of Jalen Hurts. He does. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, we like Jalen. This was this was a hiccup in what I think has been a pretty good season for him. And I think the kid has moxie. I think he has a strong will. I don't think this is going to break him by any means. But it's a step back. I will say that. And when you're Howie Roseman in that Eagles front office and you're evaluating this team come season's end, you might look back to a performance like that, and that might make you pull the trigger this coming April when you're looking at a quarterback. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers might be out there. My too. bad, Les. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> you're good, man. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers might, might be out, out there. there. If Green Bay's Pittsburgh. If Green Bay's smart, they, they they need to keep that man, bro. Yeah. I don't care <laughs> how I don't care how much drama that guy causes. If you saw what this dude's doing with a broken toe, not to get away yeah. from the division, I mean, he they, they shit on the Rams, dude. Yeah, dude. If if you if you ask me who the best team is in football right now, I got the Packers, dude. 
I, I, yeah. I think Green Bay is as strong as it gets. They, they got injuries everywhere. They, Jair Alexander is injured. Aaron Jones is beat up. Um, they're missing guys on the offensive line. Zadarius Smith is injured. But yet every single week they show up. They went to Arizona and won. Like, this is a good football did, uh, team, man. So did you see watch out for Aaron, the pack, Luds. Did you see Aaron Rodgers' comment about uh, Rex Ryan? About his toe? No. Yeah, when he showed a picture of his toe I'm or something. Tom's teeth. <laughs> yeah, no, he showed a picture of his toe or something. He said, yeah, they. he made a comment or something and said, uh, yeah, Rex. I'm sure Rex Ryan enjoyed that or something like that because I guess Rex Ryan's oh, Rex got a big he... foot fetish. Yeah, it's hilarious, fetish. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Rogers, Rogers is a little smart aleck, dude. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it. yeah. Oh, no, Rogers has a sharp tongue on him, man. He's, yeah. he's a California kid, and um, yeah. he's not afraid to show, show off his little ego. Yeah, I want to um get back to Jalen real fast. Uh, uh-huh. I want um what I noticed now. I'm not comparing Jalen to Ben at all, but I know from watching the Steelers as an admin fan all the time. Mm-hmm. If Ben throws the ball more than 25 times, they don't. Their their winning percentage is not that great, right? You know, they keep it under the fun because I just looked. Jay, Jalen threw the ball about 30 times, which is pretty average. You know what I mean? But right. maybe he's just one of those quarterbacks. You know, if he starts, you know, you gotta get that run going, and he's gotta keep the ball in the air only 20, 25 times, bro. You know what I mean? To be yes. successful. No, you want to see Jalen Hurts numbers like. 17 for 23, yeah, buck 85 in a touchdown. Like, they don't have to be overwhelming, but he needs to kind of be like the way Heineke was on Monday Night Football. Yeah, just be yeah. An, an efficient thrower of the football, um, spread the ball around to your weapons. Although, other than Devontae Smith, who who was uh very quiet in this game, there's not a whole lot of weapons there. I do love Dallas Goddard, but when you got guys like Quez Watkins and Jalen Rager running routes like there's not a whole lot of meat on the bone there for Philadelphia. Their their O line their O lines played pretty well running the ball. Pretty good. Yeah, Jalen's under a lot of pressure too, man. He he's got people around him all the time when he drops back to pass, um, and that could just so you be think maybe the, the pass protection could get a little better yeah, here and there. Yeah, I mean there's plays where I'm like, man, dude, like he had barely a second to drop back and even look for anybody. Right. But at the same time too. Um, when when they're running that not so much wildcat but that just you know that option that D line's crashing. Yeah. I mean, either well, way, RP they're running or yeah, they're running or he's going to try to take off with it. So I get that too. You know, these D lines are mean, just jumping quick. Credit, you know, so credit the Giants D line as you were saying. Um, yeah, Leonard Williams is a monster. Ajizu Lazari, someone I've talked about, the rookie out of Georgia, he's got like six sacks already. Um, Dexter Lawrence is is a Big body, like so. When you go up against a team who knows them well, like the the Giants and Joe right. Judge know the Eagles well, and that's you know it's it's uh it's, it's usually going to come up as you're going to put it on like hey they probably the Giants might have said like hey guys let's let them run the football a little bit let's bend yeah. not break we'll get the, we'll give them the six seven yards on first down but then we'll buckle down get them in a third and long a little later in the drive mm-hmm. and that's when the Giants feasted with those three interceptions question for you too before we get into the the next uh you know the next game um who's a better team right now philadelphia or the new york giants dude i don't i, I don't even know that's a good you put me on the spot there i would giants have a worse record but you know i don't know man they just got are we the, talking big are play? we are we talking who's got the better football the team? playoffs we're talking regular season who's got the better just football who's team a better right football now? team right now <sighs> I'm still, I'm, I'm still going to say Philadelphia by I, hair, by by hair, not by yes. much, but yeah. 
Yeah. Because yeah. I think the, although they lost, as we said, they still stuck to their identity and ran the football. I don't think the Giants have an identity. Saquon Barkley looks like a shell of himself. He did not do anything in this game. Yeah. All of their Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony are banged up. Uh, Kenny Galladay was a big waste of money, it looks like. Darius Slayton like does not look like the guy who played the past couple years. The it's, Bucks, the Bucks embarrassed him. Yeah. Embarrassed the Giants. The Giants? Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they embarrassed them that second. I mean, especially think the second. Think about how bad Jalen played, and they right. only lost by six points, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Their with defense in the yeah. running game kept them. Uh, defense and running game kept them in a competitive game, and they could have gotten blown out. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's wrap up our Week 12 preview with a game that made me nearly vomit my Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. <laughs> This was a game that 38.5 million people watched. This was the most watched regular season football game since 1990. I don't know if it was goddamn Ronald Reagan or George H. Bush in office at that time, but it's been a long time since this many eyeballs were on a television, and what they saw and what I saw was disgusting. The Dallas Cowboys gave up a team record 166 penalty yards. Jordan Lewis, a cornerback I like, gave up 128 receiving yards by himself. It's the most of any player in the NFL this season. But wait, there's more. Anthony Brown. God damn it, Anthony Brown. Four, not one, not two, not three. Four pass interference penalties, which accounted for 91 yards and 20 Las Vegas Raiders points. Let me catch my breath. It was third and 18. We could have gotten off the field. This guy's running down the field. Just turn your head around and you won't get the penalty, Anthony Brown. So frustrating this game, guys. Without CD and Amari Cooper, I thought the offense still moved the ball well. If you look at Dak Prescott's numbers, they're a little better than he actually played. He threw for 375 and two touchdowns. Michael Gallup and Cedric Wilson both had 100 yards receiving. So although we didn't have our top guys, it felt like... At least our passing game was respectable. We could not run the ball at all. The best running back on the football team, as I said last year, I'm reverting back to it, is Tony Pollard. Thank God he took that kickoff 100 yards to the house or this game would have never gotten to overtime. And Zeke is dealing with an injury. I understand that, but he looks sluggish. I was so high on Zeke a couple weeks ago. He looked like the old Zeke, but now he looks like the 2020 version of Zeke where he just looks slowy out of his cuts. He's not looking good. I hope it's just an injury thing. There was a rumor that we were going to rest him this week against the Saints, but he is going to play. He's a tough kid. He's going to gut it out. But credit to the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, what did you guys think about this one? I hope you, I hope you enjoyed your turkey more than I did. Yeah. Go ahead, Luds. Yeah, it was a, it was an exciting game, though. I mean, back and forth. Yes, it was. Back and forth. The Cowboys hung in there. And like you, like you mentioned, man, the penalties killed you guys. Um, yes. Overall, the offense I'm with you didn't look bad. You've had injuries. People are hurt. Um, Zeke's playing hurt. I think this week going into New Orleans, before we get into that game, I think the uh, Pollard will be getting more carries. I think they're going to feature Pollard a little more. As he should. Game. Yeah. But anyways, uh, it was an exciting game. Um, I enjoyed my Thanksgiving dinner. I hope you guys did the same. It was good. Uh, yeah, I when I saw not. that stat, I'm glad you, you saw you that. <laughs> you I'm were so mad. Yeah, I'm glad you saw that. It was uh, the most viewed game in, in years, man. It was pretty cool. So, 
Yeah, no, it, it was a fun game. I'm glad the Cowboys. This could have got out of hand. It, it and you guys know who I love to get into the podcast. My favorite player to get into the podcast, Deshaun Jackson. And I'm not gonna lie, although I hated to go down seven nothing early to see the Cowboy killer back. Deshaun, shout out to Jackpot getting the long fifty yard touchdown. Jackpot, Jackpot, Jackpot. He was responsible for a couple of those Anthony Brown pass interference plays. He went for over 100 yards and had a touchdown. So it's good. It's just good to see Deshaun Jackson get mentioned again on the East. Are, are we as aren't going to talk about the flags, bro? 28 flags? There it is, Dilly. No, talk, please. Speak 28 on. flags, bro? 28 flags, bro? Come on, dude. I know some of those are, all right, dude. You could, you know, you could go either way with them. But 28 flags? Come yeah. on. That's so, yeah. that's, that's like the most since like 18 years, I think they said. Yeah, correct. Like that. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, my God, bro. I I like, you know, uh, what's his name? McCarthy was just like, whatever, dude. He shook it off. 28 flags, bro. (laughs) I liked um, Micah Parsons' quote. Like, we're not playing... Like I think he said, we're not playing flag football out here. Like, you know, like it's 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 a physical game. And there were. Go ahead, yeah, my bad. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go, you go. I'll just say there was flags on both sides. Like, um, yeah. um Like when what's his name? The center. I don't know who the center for the Raiders is, but when he nodded his head because because they call out, yeah. not, they call that. And I mean, I heard Tony Romo was like, "That's not a that's not a penalty." You know, they they, right. they do that all the time. That's definitely not a penalty. You know, I, I just believe him because you know, if anyone knows the NFL quarterback, <laughs> Tony knows. Yeah. yeah, Tony would know. So I just know that they were throwing flags for ridiculous reasons. That both teams. It was just. It was, I don't know. It was, yeah. it was sometimes hard to watch. It's like, God, man. It was a little on, sloppy. Like, this is yeah, absolutely. It was sloppy. Yeah. yeah. They, they call the, they call the roughing the passer on, uh, Micah Parsons. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah. which was awful. And what's awful. funny is you could, the camera caught it. Derek Carr starts holding his neck when he's getting up. And the camera pans to him after the flag is already on the ground. Yeah. He had a smirk on his face. Like Derek Carr acted. And good for him. Good for him. But, but yeah, he, he acted a little bit, um, but as, back to Micah Parsons, he's the one guy I want to shout out. Micah Parsons is now the second rookie in the past 20 years to have over eight sacks and 40 tackles in his first 10 career games. Wow. The other guy, his name is Von Miller. So it's a pretty good company to be in. Micah Parsons has 10 sacks. He's the only guy in this game who was playing like a dog. And I, I just love the kid, man. I love the kid's heart, and I know he's going to be wearing a star um, on his helmet for the next uh, decade. And I think, I think that's the next jersey I got to get. I think uh, I like that. I like that, man. You got to get that white to get it in white. That the, white oh yeah, would the be clean, clean white. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I agree with you, man. Uh, I think that guy's easily rookie of the year right now. Um, he's been oh, phenomenal. Yeah. He's been phenomenal. They've what they've asked him to do, moving him around. He is a badass pass rusher, man. That guy can yes. get, can get to the quarterback. He gets, um, he gets after it. Yeah, he's great, man. It's a great first round pick, and um, I know you were a little disappointed you couldn't get the uh, corner. I know Denver got a uh, certain, but Bro, did you see right Sertain now, this past man, week had two yeah. picks. Yeah, he's Sertain's good. A monster. He's good, but I yeah. like that. But no, the, no, I like the that best. Pick. The, the, yeah. Do I'll go ahead and say it? Like I, I'm a little bit of a homer, but the best player. From this year's draft class is Micah Parsons as, yeah. as of right now. I'll, I agree. Oh that. yeah, we'll see yeah. if one of these quarterbacks develop. But maybe Mac Jones. Yeah, nobody's making plays like him. Maybe Mac Jones. Mac Jones looks very they, good. His completion percentage Mac, is Mac Jones. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Yeah, watch no, out, he, he, dude. dude he, yeah. If you look at the Patriots right now, they kind of look like the Patriots with Tom Brady when he was like in his second year, like a, a, an efficient you, quarterback who distributes the ball well, the best defense in the league. Um, it's it's, it's a little scary, quick, but we'll get dude. back to the <laughs> yeah. the NFC East. Um, before we get into the Saints game, 
you guys know that after Thanksgiving comes Black Friday. So I was very disappointed on Thanksgiving, as you heard my little um, rant I just had. But I don't know what you guys got on Black Friday, but I want to tell you what Jerry Jones got on Black Friday. Because I'm not one to make excuses. Deli, I appreciate you bringing up the penalties. And I didn't talk about all the injuries that we had. But who? Guess who? Guess, guess what Jerry got on Black Friday? We've got Tyron Smith coming back. Amari Cooper coming That's back. That's right. Yeah. C.D. Lamb coming back. Demarcus Lawrence, who hasn't played since week one against the Bucks, will play against the Saints in New Orleans. And then next week, when we play the football team, Smoke Dog Randy Gregory and our best defensive tackle, Nevin Gallimore, will be back. So Jerry had a pretty nice Black Friday haul, and I'm, I'm still very excited about the potential, I will say, of this team as we travel to New Orleans to play Taysom Hill, if you guys yeah. saw this, was just announced as the starting quarterback. I what, saw what do you, that, yeah. What do you guys think? As, as Ludge, you're, you're a fan of the NFC South. Yeah. Are the Saints a more dangerous team with Taysom under center? I don't know about that, but I think they need to do something. They're they're struggling. They've lost three right. straight, I believe. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're Sean Payton, you got to make a move. I mean, they're Correct. Simeon started off pretty yeah. good. He's Trevor they've Simeon. been sluggish. Yeah, they've been sluggish on offense. Um, you know, Dallas is struggling too. I would I want to say they're a, yeah uh, a, a more dangerous team. I feel like they're a less exposed team because there's not probably not that much footage on Jason Hill. Or, Correct. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So it's like their defense. I don't is know. Still I think strong. Dallas needs to go in there and handle their business though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their defense, yeah, yeah. No, their defense is, is still guy. strong. Love. They play well at home. They play well at home in this Dallas. Oh, is it's, traveling it's a tough in New place to play, man. Um. Yeah. And we don't have our head coach, guys. I don't. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, Mike McCarthy um, is down with COVID. What? I'm not, yeah. Now I'm not sure if this is an Omicron variant. I don't know if it's a Delta variant. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure what he's got. But guys, let's be honest. I don't want to be rude, <clears throat> but Mike McCarthy probably wears a double XL shirt. He's a robust man, and he's not a young man. So I question his ability to handle this virus. So first of all, I want to send hopes and prayers to the McCarthy family that he makes it out of this. But back to the X's and O's, uh, we're, we're going to have uh, defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, who, of course, has uh, taken the Falcons to a Super Bowl. So I'm very confident in Dan Quinn um, taking over head coaching duties. But something that kind of alarmed me is uh, Ben McAdoo, or, 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 or as I say, Ben, oh, God. ben much to do about nothing. <laughs> the former Giants dud of a coach has been elevated to our coaching staff. Um, he was, he's been on, up, up around the team all year, but he's going to be coaching tomorrow, which is very scary for my Dallas Cowboys. But it's no secret. It doesn't matter who's coaching. It doesn't matter who's playing quarterback for the Saints. The Dallas Cowboys need to run the football. I have a very clear and apparent stat to bring you all. This year, the Dallas Cowboys are 7-0 and when they rush for over 100 yards. They're 0-4 when they fail to rush for 100 yards. Hmm. So as much as I love my quarterback, Dak Prescott, it's clear. I don't care if it's Zeke. I don't care if it's Dak himself or if it's Tony Pollard. It could be freaking CeeDee Lamb on the end around. We need to get to the century mark rushing the football against the Saints or we're probably going to lose. But having our weapons back, a, a full plethora of weapons. Um, Amari Cooper, they said, actually COVID hit him pretty hard. Um, he's still got a little bit of a cough. He's not feeling 100%, but he will be in uniform tomorrow night. C.D. Lamb has recovered from the concussion, as I said. And, and I, uh, Cedric Wilson and Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, they all played admirably in the absence of our top weapons. And I'm, I'm very excited to have um, DeMarcus Lawrence back. I think he's our best defensive player. 
and he's a leader. So to have him back in that locker room, to have him back leading that defensive huddle, I think we play a angry football game. I think the Dallas Cowboys are yeah. angry about how that Raiders game ended. I think they will win one for the Gipper, as they say. This one is for you, Coach McCarthy. I hope that you're taking some monoclonal antibodies and that you're fighting this virus, and I think that my Cowboys are going to get a victory for you, a tough victory. Although the Cowboys are favorites um, on the road, I got the Cowboys squeaking one out 27-23. to 23. How about you, boys? Like, you want to go? Let me go. Go ahead, Dilly. I think, I think, I think it's going to be um, the Cowboys are going to go and establish their dominance. I think they're going to roll all over the Saints. Let's bro. go. I don't think the Saints are that great of a team, dude. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm biased because you know whatever. Because anyways, I feel like that you know they're going to go establish a dominance. I feel like having all these all these receivers back, you know, and they're going to they're going to be able to run the ball now. You know what I mean? Yep. So you know, you know, you'll have. Um, you know, hopefully Zeke. You know, hopefully Zeke gets his. You know, because I feel like when Zeke, when Zeke like has his attitude about him, he runs. Like, you can tell, like, oh, he's feeling it today. Yeah. And then you know, there's games like you're like, oh man, he looks like complete dog mm-hmm. doo doo out there today, bro. So you know what I mean. But I feel like they're gonna go out there. I think it's gonna be like a 31-13 game. I think they're gonna roll all over. Oh, Delhi's got my Cowboys. Cowboys. I feel like they're gonna be it's, dominant yeah, I think, fashion. I think they're gonna be dominant. They're gonna establish, yo, we're here. We're the leaders of this NFC East, bro. So, uh, all right, well, let's let's shoot with Luds. Luds, I believe the Cowboys are. Are we four or four and a half point favorites? Four and a half. Four and a half. When I looked about an hour ago. Four and a half. On, they're the road dogs. Road dogs favored. Um, one thing I could say about playing in New Orleans, it's a, it's a loud crowd. So is Dallas at home? Yes. It's on turf. Dallas is on turf. Uh, you almost treat it like a like a home field advantage in a way. Uh, I think Dallas runs the ball even better when they are on turf. So um, uh-huh. I think they do feature Pollard more in this game. The four and a half, man. Uh, I think Dallas does win this game. I I do have them winning twenty three twenty, but I am going to take New Orleans plus four and a half. And uh, the lack of respect, Ellie, on New Orleans defense. That D line, uh, I just, I know, I'm strong, man. Uh, I think it's a closer game than people think. Well, they got, uh, they yeah. got Davenport yeah. and Cam Jordan. They got some big boys on the line. Demario Davis is is a sideline to sideline linebacker. I don't know who Marshawn Lattimore will be on, but he's a shutdown gonna, corner. Yeah, they're going to be out on that field a lot, dude. Dallas is going to run that clock. Dallas is going to so. control that clock. How did Dallas's defense look they're, last they're, week, though, Delhi? Look at the penalties. Look at the penalties, man. I'm so, telling you, not so good. This is going to be a, this is know, gonna be a closer know, game bro, than you but, think. Yeah, I just I disagree, I but uh, I feel like because. But hey, we all have Dallas winning. Dallas has the capability of blowing teams out, bro, and we all know that. Dallas has the weapons to go in there and blow anybody out, bro. There's two struggling teams here. You know, two struggling teams in this game, so. Correct. Yeah, I, I got a lower a scoring. Yeah, yeah. Dallas Dallas da- Good. But down, you, so you remember last time when Dallas was struggling, they came out and they beat the dog shit out of uh, who they, Atlanta. Who they beat? Atlanta. Yeah, bro. You know, I mean, I know Atlanta's defense isn't as good as um, but I mean, Dallas, man, they they have the capability of blowing them out. And when they, they when the, we're down on their backs against the wall, they're a dangerous team, dude. They do. That's I like how that. I feel. You know, what no, I mean, for That's sure. Short feel, rest. You know? Short yeah. rest. Oh, no, actually, no, not short rest because they played Thursday before. Yeah, full so. week because they yeah. played. Sure. As the Saints, the Saints played Thanksgiving night. So both these teams yeah. are on full rest, although they're on back-to-back Thursday games. But like you said, Luds, the Cowboys have lost three or four. The Saints have lost three in a row. Yeah, so something's yeah. got to give. Somebody's got to get the dub here. We're all on the Cowboys. Luds a little closer. Deli, I like your thought on the blowout, though. I'm telling you, man. All I right. don't know. I like it. <laughs> well, now I want to. I would talk but about. I could be completely full shit. So whatever. Dude. <laughs> you never know. 
the New York football giants and what looks like Mike Glennon is going to be the quarterback. Um, Daniel, I didn't even see this until earlier this morning. Um, Daniel Jones popped up on the injury report with a, a neck injury. And it looks like Mike Glennon will be under center for the Giants, who are traveling to Miami against the suddenly resurgent Dolphins. Tua Tagovailoa has really put together a nice stretch of quarterback play, the best of his career. Um, they're running the football decent. Miles Gaskin's a nice little gadget back. But a guy who really has emerged as a star for them is the rookie out of Alabama, Jalen Waddell. He had... Um, the best game of his career last week went through like Waddle, a buck Waddle. thirty-seven. He, he's a, he's an absolute stud, and he's a deep threat waiting to happen. So those corners yeah. um, over there in, in New York, Adoree Jackson and James Bradbury better be ready. And Miami's got a nice uh, Devonte Parker maybe active in this game. He's been on the IR. He started practicing today. That's and Mike Kosicki is a big athletic tent. Yeah. So so the, so the Dolphins have some weapons in the Dolphins defense. Man, if you guys did you guys see what the Dolphins did to Cam Newton last week? They've sent him to the bench, dude. They shit on Cam and Cam hey, was playing with some confidence. 3 so 3 I, weeks I straight. Think, um, yeah, 3 weeks straight. Their defense has been ruthless, dude. They beat the they beat the ball, Bills. Dude, yes. They beat the Bills, too. They beat you they Telling yes. you, man. Yeah, dude, Miami is as hot as they've been all year. I love their head coach, Brian Flores. I love the way their defense is playing. And I think with some confidence from Tua and those weapons he's got, Miami's at home in this game. I'm going to take Miami to beat Mike Glennon. I would honestly take him to beat Daniel Jones, too. This isn't just yeah. um, saying that, that Mike Glennon's a horrible quarterback. I think Miami picks up another win. They're 5-7, and seven, so you never know. The Dolphins could creep into that AFC playoff picture very quickly. I got... The Finns up. Shout out to my boy Mike Quesada. I'll take Miami, twenty-four, Giants, sixteen. Delhi, how about you? Um, these are two teams that um I really haven't um I haven't followed that much because you know obviously they're not anywhere near the Steelers right. division or whatnot. But from what I can see from the past thing, dude, Miami, man, they've they've they they they've been on a roll and they have. Um, yeah. You know they're just they're just they're just a tough team to beat. Is this 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 game's in Miami, right? Yeah. South Beach, baby, let's go. Yeah, man, that's that's a tough place to play. I don't know what it is, man. Teams have trouble playing down there, dude. You know they're they're I don't know. I I I, I agree with you. I think that um, you know I think um Giants. I don't know. I just don't think the Giants have it, dude. So they uh, I mean, do. They can't. Like as I said, Saquon. They can't, they can't. If they can establish their own with Saquon. Glennon. Mike Glennon's not going to beat you over the top, especially with no. with all with their injuries at the wide receiver position. <laughs> Now I'm gonna because I don't you know I I always put myself out there so if I sound like an idiot guys I'm sorry but didn't <laughs> did did Miami have some like big pick from Oregon a defensive player am I or am I or am I or am I tripping I'm trying to think who their first a safety round pick? or like a or like Jalen Waddle was their first round pick tripping. I think right and he went kind of late uh maybe I don't know so, I don't know I, I I just remember some dudes when I was watching a Miami game. Like two weeks ago, they were talking about how like awesome this dude plays, and like you know his like you know he's really come a long way since they drafted him. Hmm. And um, oh, maybe, Deli, um, good good call. Yeah. Second round pick Javon Holland. Holland, yeah. Uh, look yeah, at you, Deli. Uh, come on, don't I don't remember die that. Yourself, I, I, brother. I, I, I don't know how I remember that, but I just remember them talking about you know how this kid's a stud. So you know, a, a rookie safety from Oregon making yeah. making a lot of plays for them. Absolutely, yeah. great call. Yeah, so you know, um, I just feel like you know, I don't know. I, ever since I like kind of pay attention, I saw that I started pay attention to their defense a lot more. And they, you know, they're not, you know, they're not horrible. So. Javon Holland, as you said, is, is is making plays as a rookie, and they yeah. have Byron Jones and Zay and um 
Xavier and Howard, uh, two great corners. So, so the strength yeah. is in that secondary, and they get after the quarterback. Um, shout out to the yeah. U, my boy Jalen Phillips. He's actually second among rookies in sacks. He's got eight. So, so Miami can get after you, and they can pick the football off. But let's uh, let's see what our Vegas expert thinks. Luds, I believe the Dolphins are a four point home favorite in this one. Correct four. Delhi, what was your score on that game? Oh, yeah, I didn't give a score. So I think this one's going to be a lot closer to the Dallas one. I'm going to say it's going to be like a 17-10 game. 17-10, okay. Nice. And B had it at 24-16? Correct. I got this at 24-17, Miami. Uh, I nice. think they do cover the four okay. points. They're, like you guys have touched on, uh, or, or B did for sure, that, that defense has been ruthless. Ruthless, dude, and uh, it actually lost me in fantasy last week because we played the Panthers' defense against Miami instead of Miami's defense oh. against the Panthers. It killed us, man. But uh, yeah, Miami's defense has been has been really good. Tua, Tua's here's the thing about Tua. So I think Miami's going to play him out the rest of the season as long as he's healthy, and I think they're going to make a decision on him. So he's playing for his job right now. I think he's playing decent. Uh, yeah, I got the Dolphins twenty four seventeen in this game at home. All right, so Luds is swallowing the points with the Dolphins. We're all unanimous that, you know, Mike Lennon, we love you. Uh, he used to be a buck. Shout out to the <laughs> NC State Wolfpack. But we just do not think that you're going to go down to South Beach and, and pull off this victory. <laughs> all right, now let's, um, oh, yeah. let's stick to an NFC East versus AFC East vibe. The Philadelphia Eagles are traveling to, I guess technically New Jersey, to play the Jets. The Eagles are a six and a half point favorite. So, despite the Eagles really oh, um, having a, a bad game, and um, the Jets do have uh, rookie Zach Wilson back. He came back uh, last week. He had missed a few weeks with the injury. And the but the Jets, it's just it's just the Jets, man. I, I like their head coach Robert Sala, but he hasn't been able to turn this thing around. Their best running back was Michael Carter, a rookie from North Carolina. He's out with an ankle injury. They have Elijah Moore. He's a, he's a, a nice uh, piece. He was their second-round pick out of Ole Miss. But other than that, man, the Jets' offense is anemic. They are allergic to yards. They cannot move the football. And they can't stop a nosebleed on defense either. I don't, I don't know if you had to say what are the New York Jets good at. I don't know what it is other than picking high in the draft year after year. I think the Eagles get back on track. I think they stick to the what's working. Run the football. If Miles Sanders misses this game, they, as I said, Boston Scott's played admirably. They got Jordan Howard. They got Kenneth Gainwell. So I think the Eagles will run the football. Jalen Hurts will not have the pressure he had on last week. I think what really does Jalen wrong is when he's losing. And the Giants started off with a 7-0 lead. And they were playing. He was Although it was only down by 7, when Jalen's playing from behind, that's when you can take advantage of his elementary quarterback play. So I think that the Eagles get out to an early lead. They ride those hogs they have in the backfield. Now I've got the Eagles to win this one, not dominantly, but handedly. I'll say Philadelphia 26, Jets 10. I'll, I'll, I'll I step feel like in. that, dude. Yeah. They have. I'll step in on go ahead, I'll, I'll go, go before go, you go, on go, this go, one, go. though. Yeah, I agree. Uh, go ahead, dude. <laughs> I think it's one of those games that, like, Philly just comes out and dominates. What's that game a couple weeks ago? Yeah. They came out and just completely dominated the game. Who was that a couple weeks ago? They beat. It was Wasn't like against the thirty something. Is that what we were watching me? I think so. No. Yeah. It was Saints, right? 
dominated them. Um, I think it's going to be one of those games. The Jets are terrible. The Jets are awful. I think Philly's D line gets after it a bit. Um, I I got Philly minus seven. Wrong. The spread is minus seven. I got Philly minus seven. Thirty three fourteen, Eagles. So loves just swallowing the points. And Dell, you were absolutely right. That was uh, they they put up a forty burger on the Saints a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Which I makes think it's going to be one of those games about, about yeah. my Cowboys. Yeah, one of those. Obviously, if they can do that to the Saints. They can certainly do that to the Jets. Cowboys are going to spank that ass, dude. Watch, dude. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> All right. It could be Delhi. Delhi. Lock of the week. Lock of the week. Yeah. That's are my you lock putting of the, the week. Delhi's putting the lock, the lock on it. Delhi's got, Before Delhi's we got even a dominant get to Dallas the, victory. The Before we even get to the football team game. Wow. All right. Yeah, yeah dude. I like I'm, it. All right, so Ludge, you're, swa- you're swallowing the points, and we're all on the Eagles to rebound with a victory. They have to win this game, dude, because if, if the Eagles don't yeah. win this game, it's a must Dallas win. wins, and yeah. Washington, you know, I mean, you know, must win. Just, I mean, they, this, they, this is a, they have to win. They have yep. to win, or they can, or they're, or they're going to start looking for draft picks, dude, because they're done, dude. You know what I mean? So that's how I feel. So I don't know. Maybe you know, I, I mean, anything can happen, but no, I'm with you, man. They have no. to win this game. You know, I feel like I, I'm, I'm going to say I think. I think Jalen's going to bounce back. It's going to be like a, a twenty-seven to six game or something like that. Yeah. You know I mean? So we got yeah we got we got yeah. a dominant running game yeah. and a dominant defensive performance. We the Jets Eagles are beat, so bad. Jets are, Jets so, are bad. so bad. They're, they're, they're probably yeah. Them and the think, Jaguars. Who, who do you guys think? It could, the Jags, the Lions are definitely the worst team, but yeah. I would say the second and third to worst. It's it's a battle between the, the Jets and the Jags. Yeah, the, yeah, the Texans are in that group. Too, At least but, Texans, yeah. you know, they had that 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 fluke win against the Titans, bro. But that's about yeah. it, dude. They did, I mean? man. And yeah. the Texans beat the Jets last week, so the, yeah. so we know the, the Texans, Jets are, are, are the Texans. Are uh, the Texans beat the Jags week one, which was shocking. Uh, if you guys yes, remember that far back, they yeah. sure did. Yeah. I do. Shout out to uh, to Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's finish um, our week 13 preview with what I think is the best and most intriguing game in this division. We've got the red-hot Washington football team riding a three-game winning streak, traveling out to the desert to play the Raiders, who um, are on a short week. Obviously, um, actually, excuse me, no. A lot of emails played. going out there through this game. <laughs> yes, no, no. John, John Gruden is probably uh, John. <laughs> this is the John Gruden, John Gruden Washington football team. This is very this is good. Call. Yeah. Sorry, well, I had to say that. We'll call this the spam uh, folder bowl right here. And this is, um, I, I, I stand corrected though. I said um, the Raiders actually have extended rest because they played on Thanksgiving, so the Raiders will be extra rested. The Washington football team will be on a short week because they played on Monday night, and now they're going to be traveling out west. I think uh, Ludge and George have been a little disrespectful of Derek Carr. Now, I was a little over my head when I said he was an MVP candidate a few weeks ago, but the guy isn't trash, man. The Cowboys' defense is not very good, but Derek Carr still... Through for 373 yards. I think he has big play potential. As we saw last week, Deshaun Jackson has been resurrected. He can beat you deep. And he know he knows the Washington football team very very well. He played there for a couple years. And I believe Darren Waller is out this game. That's a big loss for them. So they're going to depend on Foster Moreau at tight ends. But what I think the Raiders um, can do well is run the football. They're a physical team. I love Josh Jacobs. He had 87 yards running in a touchdown last week, as well as they have Kenny and Drake. And they can even throw out like Marcus Mariota. He had a, a trick play touchdown against the Cowboys. 
So I think the Raiders' physical offense is a great match against what is now a, I would say, above-average football team defense. They were one of the worst defenses in the league, believe it or not, the first month of the season. I believe now they have ascended to at least average, and I'll say a little bit above average. I think with Landon Collins and Cam Curl playing very well from the safety position, and William Jackson and Kendall Fuller um, playing exceedingly well these past few weeks as they did the first um, month or so of the season, I think the football team defense versus the Oakland Raiders offense is a battle, and I think that's where this game will be decided, and I'm going to side with the football team. Wow, bro. I've got the football You're team crazy. to win fourth straight game. I think they run the ball with um, Antonio Gibson, and they use the short passing game with J.D. McKissick. Taylor Heineke plays a similar game that he played Monday night, just distributes the ball like the point guard that he is to his weapons. They got Logan Thomas back. I don't know if you guys saw. He played on Monday night. That's a big weapon for them. They have obviously got scary Terry McLaurin. I do not trust the Raiders' back end. You saw what um, what backup wide receivers in the Dallas Cowboys were able to do to them. So I think that scary Terry, along with Curtis Samuel, who was also returned from injury, the, the football team is getting healthier and playing with momentum. I got the football team for a fourth straight. I'll go Washington 27, Raiders 20. Mm. Go ahead, Deli. Oh man, I, I I mean I feel like this is another big game because if you guys look at um oh what's that division out there what the what's the name of what, AFC what the, West AFC West you look at that they're only if, somehow if the Broncos can beat the Chiefs on Mon- on sun- on Sunday night yeah. they're first place so like, they're all within the game bro and they're all above five hundred yeah great. they're all six and five and then I think and I think the Chiefs are seven and four and I, it's 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 a it's a good. It, that division's so close. Now, I don't think it's a must-win for them, but sure. it's a big game for both teams. I feel like that Derek Carr, I know George hates on Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. I think Derek Dude. Carr's a lot better. I mean, yeah, he has crappy games, bro, but he also has, like, games where his QB, I think one of his QB rating one game was, like, a 134. Like, the, mm-hmm. dude, the, the, the dude can play, you know what I mean? So, it's going to be, I don't know, going out to Vegas, I mean, I just don't trust Washington to win four in a row. I don't, I don't yeah, know the last time Washington goal. has won four in a row, you know what I mean? But I'm taking I'm taking the Raiders. Not by much though. This is gonna be a close one. I'm gonna say 27-24. You know, they're gonna win. But I think they're like a late game field goal. They're gonna All right. Win. And his Raiders have a great kicker, um, Daniel Carlson. We got we yeah. I love Carlson. And speaking of kickers, uh Washington football, they finally found a decent kicker with Joey Sly. He got hurt on Monday night. So I believe they signed a kid named Brian Johnson off the Bears practice squad. So this will be the fourth kicker of the year for the football team. So, Deli, good call. If this comes down to the legs of the kickers, yeah. I'll certainly go Carlson over whoever the hell's kicking the ball for the fucking Washington football team. I don't know. It's probably an email you figure it out, too. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's definitely Gruden's emails. And um, Gruden would be happy that the kicker is a white guy. So, you know, at least at least John can smile as he watches his former team. Luds, finish us up. We got the Raiders as two-and-a-half-point favorites. Oh! I'm with B. I'm taking the, the football wolf? team. Adele's the lone wolf on this pick. I'm t- I'm taking the football team. Uh, they're hot, dude. I think they may be the hottest team in the NFC right now. Three straight. They, they beat are. the Bucks. They beat uh, 
it, refresh me, B. They just beat the Bucks. They beat. Seattle. Okay. They beat the Seahawks last week. And who they beat between and, them. and the week um sandwiched in sandwich in between that was a Washington win against the Panthers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. They're they're the hottest team right now. I, I like it. I like the um the matchup. I think Derek Carr is a bum. I'm not with you guys. I don't like this guy, man. <laughs> I love it. Hey, with Waller being out, uh, I'm taking Washington in the defensive line, I think, is going to get after Carr a bit. I think Jacobs may have an okay game. I think they'll be able to move the ball running a little bit, you know, but McKissick, man. Get McKissick the ball. Scary Terry. Oh, yeah. Football team 31-21 minus, or I'm sorry, plus two and a half. Damn. Plus two and a half Washington on this game. Damn, do you have them? Yeah, yeah. them amount. Lock of the week. Wow. So, all right. So, lock recap. of the week. Ooh, Luds with the lock. The Luds lock. Delhi's locking up the Cowboys, Cowboys domination, and the Luds lock is the football team over the Raiders. So, Luds is pushing with a two and a half. He's also pushing the Saints four and a half, and he's going to swallow points with the Dolphins and the Eagles. I, dude, it's not far fetched, bro. If they can control the clock, they 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 they've been doing, bro, and keep Derek Carr off the yeah. field, and you know what I mean, and they're you know, just have keep been on so doing those long. dump passes they just, they've been doing, and yeah. they're driving yeah. third down conversions, you know, third so. down conversions, dude. Listen, they've been making them. If the playoffs ended today, the Washington football team would be the seventh and final seed Correct. in the NFC. So they're Correct. they're Correct. playing well enough to qualify for the playoffs. I think that deserves all of our they, respect. They yeah. want that Cowboy spot. Something man. I certainly respect. Yeah, they want. They're coming after no. the Cowboys. Suddenly, I certainly respect. Yeah, go ahead. I know Sorry. twice in the next month. No, I was going to say I I respect the upset parlay. Although Luds has dipped slightly under five hundred, and I mean slightly as close as it gets. You're still twenty and twenty one in the NFC East. Yeah. You're four and five in the upset parlay. So you're right there. But I feel like this is a strong week for you, not only in the East. Put in the upset parlay. Don't keep us waiting, Luds. Let's go, dude. I want to hear him, bro. So the upset parlay this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm feeling these two games, boys. Feeling them this week. I think Uh-oh. both of these are a lock. I'm feeling it this week. Put your Woo! money down. Los Angeles Chargers plus three at Cincy. Cincy looked good last week. They haven't, seen, they haven't seen Justin Herbert yet. They haven't seen Herbert yet. Plus three Chargers at Cincy, I and I too. think Chargers win that game. Cincy's look good, but uh, like I said, I think the Chargers come in and that offense is rolling. I think th- I think they're going to beat Cincy. Next game, I don't know if you Chargers guys are going to agree. Win. I like that one. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are going to agree on this. I'm telling you right now, if the Buccaneers make it to the Super Bowl, this is the one team I do not want to play. I think New England plus three. At Buffalo is the upset oh, of the week. Monday night. Monday night game. Yeah, that's not bad, dude. Big divisional game. New England, I think, is only huge. down a game. A huge game. I think they're only down a game. The way Mac Jones is playing, he doesn't turn the ball over. His completion percentage, I think, is like crazy high. Buffalo's struggling. Buffalo is struggling, man. They, they've lost and they some cannot games. run the football. They can't run the ball. Burrito's looked okay. They've been featuring Burrito a little more. Give me New England plus three and Bill Belichick on Monday night, baby. Chargers plus That's three, a great New England plus three. I like three. that parlay a lot. Thank you. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, baby. Those, those two teams, very similar to the football team. And the Cowboys are going to play each other two times in the next month. So the AFC East is going to be decided between Buffalo and New England. 
And it all starts on Monday night football. You guys, oh. be sure to tune in. Because I have a feeling that the Chargers are going to hit on the first part of that upset parlay. I picked the Chargers this week in my pool as the upset. And I think that um, all eyes need to be glued um, into uh, Western New York when the Patriots travel to see Josh Allen. That's that's a big game. That's, that's going to be a hard-hitting game, dude. That That's going to be a hard play. Yeah, game. man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's probably going to be snowing. It's going to be. It's gonna I love be, it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a great game. Dude. It, Buffalo I feel like roof. before we go, I want to. Bill's Mafia, man. They're, oh, yeah, bro. They're going to be all over Bills back. They're a bunch of whack jobs, though. You see them, like, jumping off stuff, like, tailgating, jumping tables and stuff. Oh, they're yeah, crazy. But um, I I want to bring something up that, you know, no one really talks about on any of these other shows. Um, that neither I've seen. Maybe you guys have seen. This is probably the most even the NFL has been in a long time. I concur. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's so even, dude. You, like, don't, yeah, you know don't know who's, who's going to win. What week? Yeah, you don't know who's yeah. going to win every you know, week, dude. It, it's, it's exciting. Crazy. It's like it's yeah. exciting to watch because you just don't know who's going to do what what week. So. Right. Now, dude, if you the Super Bowl window is wide open. If you look wide at the AFC, open. we've talked about the, the, the Bills and the Patriots are in the mix. All four of the AFC West teams are competitive. Yep. The NFC, the Cardinals got the best record. Do we all believe in the Cardinals? Probably not. I I, I went bold earlier and said I love the Packers, but. You still got the defending champs, the Buccaneers. I mean, this. I believe there's seven or eight teams right now that could win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's you don't really say that. Do you have Baltimore in that? And list? I hate to say, it, the Ravens can even get hot. And so, yeah. yeah, Baltimore Ravens, can even get hot. Ravens dude. are very good as well. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, just like, I don't have them on that list. Yeah, I disagree. I, Lamar Jackson. I'm not a Lamar Jackson fan. I sorry. I just I like. Coach I'm not Harbaugh. a big fan. I, re- I respect. Yeah. I respect Jim Harbaugh. He. Um, um and, and and shout out to his brother man who finally beat Ohio State. Yeah. So I so okay. so any, any Michigan fans out there, you you would th- you see Baltimore potentially winning a Super Bowl this year? That's that was the question. You, these are your eight Super Bowl teams, and you have Baltimore in the list. I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm not. I, I'm not yeah. arguing with that. I think New I like England. Baltimore. I think New England yeah. would steamroll them. Just right, right. Do Mac Jones ever play a playoff game before, bro? That's very know. true. Good you point, Deli. Yeah, Bill Belichick like, has. Well, we can yeah. all agree that yeah. that's a very good point as well. We can yeah. all agree this is a topsy-turvy year, and anybody can win, and as crazy as it sounds, anybody can still win the NFC East. So yep. Giants fans, you know, you're coming off of a big victory against a division rival. Keep your head up. Football team, you're the hottest team in the NFC. I'm with Delhi. I think the Cowboys will roll the Saints tomorrow night. I hope y'all enjoy Thursday night football. Hope y'all enjoy Sunday football, Monday football. And I hope that you all enjoyed the NFC East.